Hello everyone and welcome to Avantika Designering Series or ADS as we like to call it. Every week on Wednesday, we feature design and technology leaders who share their professional journey, their thoughts on their domain of work and designering where the world of design and engineering meet. Make sure you follow us on social media, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook and Twitter. And with that, let's continue with your show. So have you ever wondered what happens when you stop taking feedback? You will be stuck in a flux of unsuccessful tasks. This is what happens to different products and services that do not incorporate analytics and research. It eventually results in bad user experience. Design is something that revolves around people, which is driven by convenience to help people interact better. Not only with the system, but also with various elements such as the environment and people around them. Thus, it is safe to say that design is capable of introducing a wave of positivity among the people. Today, we have with us a firm believer of design thinking, someone who believes designing for better. Tanu Sinha, who leads as design director at PepsiCo India. A professional journey has indeed been an inspiring one. With a passion for design, she has helped various brands and companies to nurture their products and services for a better experience. Today, on our journey of discovering designering, let's get into conversation with her on design thinking simplified. Hello, Tanu. Welcome to Avantika Designering Series. It's a pleasure to host you and today know your views on a lot of interesting things from the world of design. Hi, Rohit. Very happy to be here. Very happy to be part of this series and look forward to a great conversation today. Great. So, Tanu, before we started recording the show, it's it's uh, heartening. It's, I'm, I'm very glad to know that everything is great at your end during this uh, pandemic situation. And one of the things uh, that I think for Icebreaker to start our conversation is the current situation, as we all know, has thrown us around the world to work from home. And it's more challenging uh, than they predicted. So what I'm interested in knowing is what, according to you, are some rules for managing design productivity while working from home? Yeah, sure. I will. Uh, I'll talk about that. So, uh, Rohit, for me and my team, and I think for most of the people uh, in my organization, you know, because it's a global organization, so we are always working with with the teams uh, which are not based out of in the same, um, you know, in the same geography or same location. So we are always interacting with people, having feedback sessions, having learning uh, learning sessions with people who are who are not physically present with us. So. Uh, in a way, I think we have we have not really worked from home, but we have always, you know, interacted with each other in a virtual space. So, you know, when this whole work from home things uh, sort of started, it was not too much of a change for us. Um, uh, so, you know, I think uh, because we already had a previous learning of operating in a virtual environment, I think that really helped us. So, so that that would be uh, that that is one thing I think that really uh, was helpful. 
in coping uh, with this whole new normal that we talk about. Uh, however, uh, what we really miss, uh, I personally miss, and you know, every time I talk to my colleagues, um, people who work with me, uh, they always say that you know we miss those corridor conversations. You know, uh, we miss uh, you know going to quickly going to the studio and creating a prototype of a of a great idea that just hit us. You know, so all those things I think we really miss, and there is no real replacement. Of of those things, I think especially for creative people, we thrive on interact, you know, on on beautiful interactions. Uh, we we really get a lot of energy uh, from interacting with people, uh, you know, picking people's minds, understanding what's their point of view. So I think uh, that is something in a real real environment is something that we miss. However, uh, what I try and follow. And I also tell my team to to do that to do that, and I think it helps uh, everybody. Is that you know, in spite or in spite the fact that you the, you know the boundaries are blurring. Uh, we are working from home, so we are working. Uh, we are not. We don't have a very strict work hours. You know, you have a luxury of starting whenever you want and ending uh, at whatever time you want. I think uh, the, uh, although while we have that luxury, it's important to have a schedule. Uh, so my rule number one would be to still have a schedule, to have a routine, and to adhere to that routine. So you know, still get up at a certain time in a day. Uh, you know, almost get ready like you're going to work. Uh, plan your day. Uh, put everything in your calendar. I think maybe even your personal things should be planned because uh, a lot of times what happens is that we keep prioritizing our work. Uh, work requirements, but a lot of things that are personal ends, uh, you know, keep lagging behind. So I think following that schedule really helps. The other thing that really helps uh, is, you know, staying connected. So while we cannot meet people, but now technology empowers us to do that. So stay connected uh, using your video calls or even, you know, normal phone conversations, because uh, I think we have started uh, underutilizing phone uh, and everybody just jumps on to a video call and starts doing that i think what uh, what phone a phone call allows you is you know it gives you liberty to sort of move around you know have a a bit of physical activity in the day uh, so that you're not stuck to a chair uh, throughout the day so i think that that would be another thing third thing that um, i feel is very helpful is uh, that you know you should uh, set set apart some time for reflection you must during the day reflect on what you are doing reflect about your work reflect about how you plan your work reflect about um, uh, different requirements coming from different people it could be business requirement it could be requirement of how you address something within your own team uh, so i think that uh, that taking out time for reflection i believe is extremely important otherwise we are just uh, just rushing through life and i think the last uh, but not the least uh, uh, rule is that definitely spend quality time with your family and i think people who are uh, because not everybody has that luxury of living with their family i know when the lockdown happened there's so many people who who uh, could not really go back to their homes or hometowns or families and they were stuck in situations where you know where they were living all by themselves and i think these are the times when we really understand the importance of having a family importance of having people in the in the house uh, household where we are a sort of uh, uh, 24 by 7 they're not stepping out not doing anything else so while we are there with our family it's important to spend that qualitative time because i think that really helps you re-energize refresh uh, sort of free free up your mind and that really helps in uh, getting fresher ideas and getting fresher point of views. So, uh, so those would be my rules to sort of deal in times like these. Wow. Uh, 
what was exciting about hearing your answer to this is you covered all sorts of aspect right from work managing personal time all sorts of um, uh, things so so it's it's really interesting to know how uh, you are managing all of these things at the same time in fact one of the points that i would like to catch up from your answer is that of usage of technology and obviously in the current time it's increase uh, whether it's online classes for our young ones meetings on the apps and pepsico has also done couple of interesting things uh, so during the pandemic situation we read in the media that uh, pepsi collaborated with dunso to provide user access to the products that they love uh, how do you think the change in consumer behavior is impacting your industry so uh, obviously as we have entered into this new normal i think one thing that has uh, changed drastically is the consumer behavior you know how we are interacting with our environment how we are interacting with with life around us and uh, an important thing thing that has emerged is the hyper local delivery uh, the importance of hyper local delivery because you know the movement is restricted and india has had um, Uh, one of the most severe um, i would say uh, lockdown or restrictions in, in the world uh, so i think this whole aspect of having hyper localized delivery is something uh, that was uh, sort of introduced in the in industry at this time and you know pepsico um, uh, collaborated with danzo even swiggy for that matter to to make sure that you know the essential goods the consumer goods are available to people um uh, as and when they need it and there is an unrestricted supply uh, of of all these essential goods um uh, in fact uh, also on our beverage side of the business you know we tied up with swiggy to make sure that uh, we uh, the all the consumer goods are available on demand and um, in a lot of cases even uh, delivery is happening within 2 hours um the other interesting emerging channel is uh, is e b2b model uh, so under uh, which pepsico india has partnered with uran and big basket to help small and medium businesses uh, and this partnership will ensure uh, that uh, there is an access to our product portfolio to small retailers and then in turn they can cater to demand in the market super so we will come back to pepsico and interesting things that you do at your workplace but i think before that what i'm interested in talking about is is your personal journey so from computer science physics to visual communication working with startups or design studios to today with one of the top brands in the world can you tell us and run us through your professional journey yeah it's actually my most favorite question <laughs> i i'm sure there is so many interesting things that you've done that this is going to be an exciting thing and 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 i'm waiting to ask you many more questions uh you know from from this answer as well Yeah, sure. Look forward to. I'm really excited about answering this, Rohit. So you know, to be to be completely honest, uh, I wouldn't take any credit by saying that you know I chose design for myself. You know, ch- design really and truly chose me. Uh, and I don't know if you're aware, but you, know, I'm a small town girl. I I hail from a small uh, small town. I would not even call a city in UP. and uh, i grew up there i was born there i grew up there i spent almost around 19 20 years of my life there 
and i was born to uh, a middle class household uh, but i was born to very creative parents so both my parents uh, are painters uh, not professional painters but my mother is a, is a professional fine arts uh, professor uh, now retired professor my father uh, was a commercial artist in days when graphic design not really existed in india as a discipline or a function um, so you know there were artists and then there were commercial artists and my father was not um, is not a commercial it is not a trained commercial artist but that is something that he started doing uh, out of his own uh, willingness and uh, because you know he had a talent for it he had a knack for it and he actually was a was a government servant at that time where he, when he decided to quit his job and he decided to pursue a, a career in creativity completely based on his passion and his belief so you know i i grew up in a household like that where uh, which thrived on passion which thrived on self belief which thrived on sort of breaking the norms uh, to to do something that uh, that uh, that you are very passionate about so while i did grow up grew up studying uh, the the science and uh, the computer science and all those um, uh, i i had that kind of an academic training but i think a little later when in my early adulthood is when my father sort of exposed me uh, to design and he said that uh, you know i mean uh why not design i mean uh, obviously i was being trained to become an engineer but design is something that really popped up out of nowhere uh, to be very honest and uh, and then the next thing i knew that an id happened uh and uh, obviously very prestigious uh, at that point and even now and uh, when i look back i think design uh, is one of the best thing that things that ever happened to me not just because uh, i am designer as a professional today Uh, but also because i think what an idea gave me or design thinking gave me is a school of thought um, more than a professional skill it it really gave me a different a way to look at life to really open my mind and observe life around me uh, and really approach everything in a very unique way so 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 that is how my uh, my creative journey really started uh and uh, and there was no looking back uh, after i passed out from nid uh, many many years ago i started working uh, i actually started my internship with a smaller uh, with a small uh, multidisciplinary design studio in pune called onia design and uh, uh, i i owe a lot lot to that place because i think it was my uh, was my design school outside nid in the way that you know a lot of uh, professional ethics the way i approach my work the way i uh, i approach my professional interactions i think i still uh, drive a lot from there so i i owe a lot lot to that organization to 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 those people um, uh, so that's how i started uh, working there after that i moved on to uh, different organizations um i briefly worked with um, with elephant not briefly actually i i worked with uh, for for a lot of time for, for a couple of years with elephant design uh, uh, largely in the space of uh, branding packaging design uh, corporate branding um, uh, uh, i worked with for a lot of fmcg brands um then later on i moved on to trying something new and i worked with this uh, television branding company uh, called salt studios uh, salt studios was also my client at some certain point in time and i had designed their identity and i had designed their uh, entire communication and look and feel and later on they hired me to be the the design lead for for salt studios uh, i think that was a very interesting experience for me because my education 
and uh, most of my work experience in my early career was was mostly in uh, in traditional uh, design and print while i think what i learned at uh, salt studios was a completely different medium so i think salt was a very interesting experience for me and then later i uh, i my uh, my past stint before pepsico was with nestle design lab which is actually a collaboration between fitch and nestle it's a unique collaboration one of its kind um, in in world actually so nestle design lab is actually based out of nestle headquarters in india and i was uh, working there as a creative partner for more than 50 brands of nestle india before i uh, joined pepsico last year in fact i recently uh, me and my team recently finished uh, one year at pepsico india and uh, last year when i joined pepsico i was i was hired to to start design capability um, uh, within pepsico india uh, while pepsico design is a global function uh, which has um, uh which has been there for many years but uh, last year is when we started it in india so i think that is how i would sum up my journey uh last one year at pepsico has been uh, has been great uh because i think uh, what i started doing here is something uh which has been very challenging at the same time extremely rewarding so yeah i think that that's how my that's that would be summary of my professional journey super so in fact um, in my limited career also i've had a chance to work with corporate as well as uh, two of my own startups and you know one of the uh, observations that i have is startup has a very as a very different work environment and culture they are frugal limited resources whereas when you talk about you know these large companies like pepsi nestle fitch uh, they they are large corporate companies with a very different culture and atmosphere the question that i have is you know while you shifted your gears uh with with these companies what were the things that you had to learn and learn and relearn during these changes in your career so rohit uh, uh, most of my career i have actually spent in working with smaller organizations it has actually only been lately uh, in the couple of years i have i have worked with uh, the bigger companies I think what I really took from my past to my present is the mindset that thrives on agility, uh, passion, drive and ownership. Because uh, you know, especially in in PepsiCo, if I if I have to specify, uh, when I was hired, I had to start a capability, okay? So it needed a startup mindset because when you are starting something new, while PepsiCo as an organization is is of a humongous scale, but I think design in PepsiCo India I had to start. Um and that needed the mindset of of a startup. Uh, it it needed all the mindset of, you know, being frugal about the resources, being extremely passionate about what you do, believing in what you are starting and then driving it with a lot of agility and passion and hard work. So I think those are the qualities which which I sort of brought along uh, with myself to, to PepsiCo. Even at Nestle, if you see uh, where I the kind of setup I worked in was a very unique setup. uh so i i think every time i have made a i made a change in my career i have taken up a new sort of a challenge so i think that that ability uh to take up new challenges and put in your 100% to make it work is something that i have sort of carried throughout my career and, and i think that is something that really 
uh, keeps me also alive and motivated to keep going. Interesting. In fact, the, the way you describe the journey, it almost seems that you got an opportunity to be an intrapreneur at Pepsi um, and and kickstart, um, you know, completely new thing there. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. That's true. And hence, I think working in small setups helped me to sort of prepare me for this. So while we've been discussing, one thing that, you know, keeps coming to my mind is design is taking your center stage everywhere. I mean, the total number of design thinking workshop, conversations and whatnot. And and now we've started also blending these approaches. So uh, blending design with business, with technology. In fact, I'll come to one more question on this in due course of time. So the application of design strategy creates a competitive advantage for companies in the market. The question that I have is, how do you think design strategy is helping companies at different level to survive the transformational era? So Rohit, what's happening is that, uh, you know, we are living in times where people are exchanging information, views, data 24 by 7, uh, using social media and other channels. Uh, Consumer segmentations have blurred, uh, you know, and people are adapting to newer ways faster than ever. We are communicating more than ever, I think, in the history of mankind. Uh, world is becoming a smaller place as communication has become so much easier and faster. And I think the role that design has to play here is, is be a bridge between the brands and the people uh, by providing relevant creative solutions. So I think what design does is it helps in understanding people's needs in fast-changing sociocultural context. And then it helps prototype ideas and possibilities for validations and eventually taking them to market. So so I think that is the role of design strategies in in the changing world like ours today. Interesting. And in fact, one of the philosophies that you've also mentioned and and that you believe as a design leader is that of consumer empowerment through design. So the concept of consumers will keep winning whether the product wins or loses. How do you think you can make this happen as a designer? How we do it as designers is, is through empathy. You know, by putting people at the center of everything that we do. As designers, uh, we have this unique ability to empathize, strategize, and prototype based on the needs of the people. You know, as designers, we we love culture. We we love life around us. And when I say culture, uh, you know, it's art, music, it's it's performance, performance arts, it's everything. And I think that love for culture helps us in creating unique experiences. Now, these experiences can be in form of a brand or a product or a service. And uh, if you, uh, I don't know if you're aware, but one of the examples, I think, from PepsiCo environment is a Pepsi-inspired beverage station. Uh, It's a unique example of, uh, it's a classic example of, you know, how design thinking can impact all phases of product uh, customer experience. So, Tanu, while you were mentioning uh, about brands and, uh, you know, how all of them coexist. So, as competition in the marketplace offers myriad choices, most companies look towards making emotional connect with the customer. In fact, how a brand is perceived with a direct bearing on its failure or success, whether it's product or service. Uh, In fact, a large company or even, even a startup. Good design is good business. Uh, do you agree with this? And can you share an example 
that you have come across which fits this brief yeah i uh, i completely agree with it rohit in fact i think a lot of uh, international technology and sports brands uh, leverage this beautifully you know i think they leverage design beautifully and the example if i have to quote uh, i would quote a very uh, very f- uh, frugal level innovation example and you know i i'm going to talk about this juicer that i think most of the indian households have uh, it's not it's not like a it's not like a juicer which is of a of a big brand but i think that juicer is perfectly designed to suit an indian household it's very easy to clean it's very it's it's a handheld operator juicer operated juicer uh, it's very easy to clean it uh, it can be used very effectively and it's very durable which is i think uh, number one importance for most of the indian consumers and it occupies more aerial space than than ground which makes it suitable for indian buyers and households so i think um, you know this is an excellent example of it's a very local level innovation but it's it's hugely successful so tanu here is a interesting quote that i came across you spend millions of dollars to create content and then you do unique packaging and it breaks the internet i see pepsi has done this recently especially with lays so first by putting these smiling faces on the packaging uh, which which everyone uh, used in terms of clicking photographs with and doing uh, exciting things and um, Uh, and and sharing it on instagram and uh, now with the unique one which is using the logos of the companies to celebrate their contribution during pandemic time my question is how is this evolving and can other companies also adapt similar styles yes rohit uh, i'm very happy that you know it has caught your attention and uh, it is it is it has been indeed uh, very successful uh, so if you if you look at it rohit at the heart of both these campaigns smile and the heartwork campaign were two core scalable ideas uh, you know while the smile campaign emerges from the central thought that different flavors of lays can lead to different smiles and different connections and you know it worked it worked brilliantly and soon you know the whole whole nation was smiling i i got so many you know so many uh, posts from my friends in my own circle and family you know who were posing with the with the lace pack so yes it was it was hugely successful similarly on heartwork campaign uh, uh, what we did was that you know uh, we wanted to acknowledge the the efforts the relentless efforts of numerous unsung heroes who continue to work even in these challenging times so from popular names like uh, neha kakkar to jessie gill to over you know 30 leading brands they came together to support farmers and truck drivers retailers and all these heroes uh, in fact uh, you know another purpose driven campaign that i want to talk about is is where pepsi announced pepsi save our restaurants uh, it's it's a fundraising initiative in association with the uh, with the national restaurant association of india and swiggy uh, with cause at the heart of it the initiative aims at providing uh, around 2.5 million meals to the workers of the restaurant community who are in distress and uh, it would be worth mentioning that uh, uh, it's it's a it's an effort it's a huge effort by all the cross functional team um uh, by and it would not have been possible without the leadership and guidance of uh, our category leaders both on the foods and the beverage side uh, delain gandhi and vishal call uh, uh, and you know i think that's where 
uh, and it's very interesting that you know design will never exist in isolation design will always uh, exist in a context uh, designers will always be working with teams uh, with different capabilities different skill set different mindset and i think that is where the magic happens and i think that is the uh, biggest incentive of being a designer i feel that you know you get to work with such multifaceted talent and then really create these magical uh, this this magical uh, pieces of communication that people love exciting i i remember sharing uh, you know one such uh, pic on my instagram with the smiley lace packet um, you know a couple of weeks ago as well a very very creative and exciting campaign so while uh, you and your team tanu work on these uh, interesting uh, campaigns and design concepts you know what what i'm excited to ask you is what is your go to destination for identifying trends apart from doing user research you know i'm going to give a very simple answer for this rohit because uh, you know there are tons of material and resources over the internet where you can uh, read about trends for hours and hours but i think what i want to tell you is the observation and the power of observation of life around you i think is the biggest biggest sort of a trend report that you can draw for your own self i think as creative people we love to do that i do that in my own personal uh, sphere of work my team does it um, you know because ultimately we are all designing for people and uh, you know and you know observing people understanding what they do how they do what are their needs how they engage and interact with systems around them i think is the best uh, best place to 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 pick some trends so so that would be my recommendation that's really interesting and i think it's it's an ability which takes a lot of time to build because all of us observe but what is it that you can actually make sense out of think things that you've observed and you can use that is is another skill set is what i believe in so tanu coming to a question that uh, you know we we asked you sometime back uh, also in fact you also shared in your answer is the use of technology um in fact we see pepsi coming up with so many digital campaigns microsites and uh, technology uh, according to me is an um, is 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 something which is indispensable in today's time and if we talk about the world of design as well i think technology has uh, really played an important role now while we all understand that the relationship between design and engineering is truly substantial at avantika university we coined a term around this called as designering which is uh, using the intelligent ecosystems from both the worlds my question is that while we educate uh, the next breed of designers do you think is this philosophy relevant and is there a scope of it to grow in future uh rohit i think it's extremely relevant um, and i'll tell you why because you know while i see them as different disciplines or functions um, and they also utilize different parts of the brain you know but i always see them coming together at various occasions to serve a particular need or an objective so i think they beautifully complement each other uh, and also i i have an interesting uh, point to make here that i do see a lot of similarities in in both of them you know in design and engineering because i feel that 
they both leverage intuition logic science and creativity to solve problems and i think that is where both the both the functions uh, should should coexist and they should be leveraged so uh, thank you for validating our concept uh, tanu and i'm sure uh, that it will help uh, our students and learners actually grow um, you know sensitize uh, more in terms of respecting both these areas and uh, learning the blended approach so moving from the world of design uh, to a very interesting fun segment that we call uh, gyanvyan so it's a quickie takeaway segment where uh, you know we'll ask you certain questions quickly and take your top of the mind responses uh, you know you could call it our uh, rapid fire round so are you ready for this tanu of course let's go for it okay great so tanu the first one what commercial jingle uh, gets stuck in your head uh, all the time any any commercial jingle that you remember very clearly pepsi ye dil mange more super and um, anything apart from pepsi i think there was a, it's a very old jingle the nirma jingle uh, okay. the, the 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 yeah very old i think the nirma jingle it's something i think we all grew up listening to and was very popular and it was sort of it always stuck with me i was trying to think uh, your answer and i thought that your second answer would be nescafe having worked with nescafe <laughs> for such a long time but that's a very very interesting jingle great moving to our second one if you had to delete all the applications on your cell phone but you were allowed to keep only 3 of them which would those 3 be which one will you keep and you are okay with the rest of them all getting deleted wow <laughs> that's an interesting one it's a tricky one it's a tricky one you know i would keep one of the app and that could be any app i mean it could belong to anybody but an app that gives me uh, the freedom to make financial transactions online because i think that is need of the hour uh we are living in times where we need to constantly make online payments so one app i would keep uh, one of that those apps i would save second i would save an app which helps me make uh, my uh, make uh, you know buy buy groceries and stuff like that online and uh, third app i would keep is something that uh, helps me work in my daily life uh, like for example i mean even whatsapp you know these days has become uh, an active uh, mode of engagement for work so i think third app would be that great app. in fact it's also become uh, one of the go to apps for any kind of news items today so so you get all the news on your phone first and then you validate it by watching it on television <laughs> okay great my next one what activity helps you relieve stress at work um i think just catching up and talking to my uh, colleagues and uh, i think just talking to people interacting um is something that keeps me refreshed uh, you know getting to know people's point of views is something that really keeps me refreshed yeah super and a film and a book that you swear by i think uh, the book would be the art of looking sideways um by alan fletcher I think it's an extraordinary guide to uh, to visual awareness. Um, it it draws upon uh, you know working of mind and hands, eyes, imagination, and you know it does that with the help of most outstanding anecdotes, quotes, jokes, facts, 
uh, and you know even if you uh, and I, I don't know if you've had the chance to have a look at that book it's a beautifully designed book it's a big book it's a fat one but i think uh, most creative people would have it at their home it is almost like a bible for for designers um uh, it's it's amazing you know it has beautiful um uh, imagery uh, how they have utilized type space color it's brilliant so so that's one book i swear by yeah so tanu the movie that you swear by yeah so i think uh, my all time favorite and the classic is uh, is uh, the forest gump by tom hanks i think it's a wonderful movie it's beautiful it has a lot of life lessons uh so i think that's a movie i go back to a lot of times and i've seen it so many times already yeah super our next one is from your work what would you prefer to consume uh or 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 let's twist it what would you like to be in life pepsi the fizz drink or tropicana the fruit juice why and why um okay <laughs> can i be both <laughs> no you you got to choose one so we want to know whether whether you okay. want to be something which is natural uh or whether you want to be uh something which is bubbly and fizzy so so which one and why that's that's important i think i want to be pepsi uh, always fizzing always alive uh so i want to be pepsi super and my last one what is it that something that you believed earlier in your career but you disagree with that right now you you think very differently about it now i think uh i think ideas you know i think when we when i started as a designer uh you know i think all designers and i think even i think it happens more so with younger designers or creative professionals sometimes we feel that you know we are not able to to generate enough ideas and um we feel that uh, you know ideas are very difficult to drive but i think over the years uh, what you realize is that there is a trick to it you know there is a there is a method to it and then there are so many aids that are available that can help you do it you know so i think that is something that um, that has uh, my thinking has changed in that regard superb tanu this was an exciting session uh, with you knowing your thoughts on design uh, your journey i'm sure it's going to help our listener uh, thank you so much for joining us on the show um, and it's been great hosting you Thank you so much Rohit it was amazing talking to you and it was a great pleasure thank you so much Hey there we hope you enjoyed our show do write to us on ads@avantika.edu.in we look forward to your opinions feedbacks and suggestions of speakers you would like us to host on this show Do tune in our channel next week on Wednesday for a new story on Hub Hopper or wherever you get your podcast from. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter.